This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to the chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week, figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's word, apply it to our lives, hopefully becoming more encouraged and more like Jesus. But if this is your first time joining us today, I'm so glad that you found us online, and I pray that today will be a blessing. Last week, if you weren't with us, we talked about free will. And something happened uh, last week after that program that prompted what we're going to be talking about today, playing with fire. So I have lots to share with you, but before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for how much you love us. I thank it is your desire that none of us perish and that all will know you. And so Holy Spirit, we invite you into this time. We ask that you will fall in this place, that you will open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for each one of us. I pray for a fresh anointing that I will speak your truth with love and that you will do a work in our hearts. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I mentioned, last week we talked about free will and something happened later in the week that made it feel like this is what God would would want us to talk about this week as a part two. So today we're going to talk about playing with fire and what that looks like as we make choices each and every day, and as we look at what we talked about last week with free will. So, I'm out working in my yard, and we have this kind of this burn pile in the back yard that we've been adding things and adding things, but because of the temperature and the wind and air quality, you know, we haven't burned it. And it's been getting larger and larger, drier and drier. And so finally we kind of had a break in the temperature before it was going to get really hot again. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a control burn and I'm going to get rid of that pile so that nothing happens. And like I'm a, a fireman or something, I'm going to do a control burn. I've never done one before, but I've put out lots of fires in my own life. And I've watched a few documentaries on, um, you know, taking care of fires and, and what to do. So I thought, of course, I'm qualified to do this. And if you are a volunteer fireman or a fireman out there, my story is fine. Don't be concerned. Uh, it's, it's okay. So I got my hose out and I sprayed around the area of the fire pit we have some really large stones around it and then uh, a metal um, old rim in the middle so that the, the burn, the fire, everything stays inside. But I know that it can kind of sneak out and so I made sure I sprayed water around uh, the perimeter of the, of the fire pit. And I got my match out 
and I lit in a couple places and it, it went up pretty quickly. It was so dry. And of course, uh, the wind kind of came from the west and just kind of blew it just perfectly so that it ignited. And I kept my hose on. I was, I was spraying around it, but all of a sudden it really took hold and it really started to burn and I could feel the heat from it. And I literally at one point said, I'm not sure this was a good idea. I grabbed the hose and went from spraying around the outside to actually spraying right over the flames so that water was dropping on the flames and it wasn't going out. All it was doing was what the intention was, was to control it. And as I continued to spray and monitor it, the flames were kind of licking up really high. And a couple times I got really nervous, so I just sprayed directly onto the fire. And of course, it didn't go out. It would kind of die down and then smoke a lot. And the more it burned up, the hotter the coals got. And eventually all the, the twigs and the leaves and everything that we had put in there from the yard eventually started to burn down and the fire subsided. As I was standing there with the hose, the Lord showed me this is what it's like when we try to choose a good walk in our life to try to make good decisions, to try to be a follower of Jesus. But there are times that we want what we want. And we're like, well, if I'm just safe about it, if I maybe only have one drink, if, if maybe I only buy just a couple things, if maybe I, I talk to this person and I don't go out for dinner, but we just stay here and talk. Maybe if I'm with this person and I don't spend the night, maybe if I put this in my purse and it's under $2. I mean, we play with fire when we're tempting our flesh and trying to just make it be okay. This is what it's like with sin. This is what it's like when we think that we can control sin in our lives and play with fire. And so I knew inadvertently this wasn't my plan to have God take this teachable moment with the, the fire and the pit and the hose, but to show us that he gives us free will to choose to do the right things. But when we play with that choice, when we play with that gift, we are playing with fire. Proverbs 6, 27 is a very interesting verse. Can a man carry fire next to his chest and his clothes and not be burned? When I think about that moment as I was, you know, had the hose on the fire, spraying the water, that the fire was still out of control inside 
of the fire pit, it was still licking up really high and the ash was coming and the smoke was coming and I had the hose. There was a moment that if I hadn't had the hose on there, it could have gotten away or bigger pieces of ash could have floated away or it could have licked up and caught the trees. I was trying to keep things under control, but in that moment I realized with the perfect condition, the perfect wind, the perfect gust, I would no longer have control even though I had designed a way to keep it safe. God gives us the guidelines that he gives us, not so that we can play with the circumstances, so that we can tempt fate, so that we can play with fire. No, he gives us the guidelines and these ways to align our life with his words so that there won't be consequences, like we talked about last week. He gives us free will. He wants us to choose correctly, and he wants us to walk safely inside of those guidelines because that's what's best for us. When we start thinking that we can play God, that we can do this as long as it's inside of this boundary and I've got a hose nearby and then it will be okay, we might get away with it one time. We might get away with it two times, but in the end of the day, we are going to get burned. And that's what Proverbs is saying here. You can't carry fire next to your chest and think that you can do it without getting burned. I came across an article as I was doing my research and Guy Richards writes this. It is a question that really does not need an answer when we look at Proverbs 6, 27, because everyone who is even remotely familiar with how fire operates knows that it is extremely difficult to carry it close without being burned. Even a control burn that I thought I could do, having the hose, spraying off the, the ground around it, even though we were on sand and, and there isn't any place for the fire to really go to, there's still that chance. No one would dream of actually doing this, carrying a fire close to their, their chest, unless, of course, he was looking to be burned. We know better. But the very thing that, would not, that we would not dream of doing in everyday life, we do with regularity in our Christian lives. We play with fire. We carry it next to our clothes. We do this by entertaining our sins and toying with them instead of putting them to death at the first opportunity. Rather than taking drastic action to deal with our sins, we coddle them. We hold them close because we like them too much. Unfortunately, that is the way with sin. That is the way with our flesh. And I've, I've seen this before in my granddaughter, even my grandson, as he's learning, he's, he's one now, and he's kind of learning um, what he can do and what he can't do and what he can touch and what, where he shouldn't put his fingers or that he shouldn't lick the outlet. He's starting to understand those things. But I've literally seen my granddaughter stand and look at me 
and she wants to do it. And she's testing the boundaries of what she can get away with and how close she can get to it before I step in and say something. And as children, right, we've got these guidelines. Our parents lay these guidelines down and there are consequences. And sometimes, most of the time, when you're growing up, those consequences are immediate. Don't touch that. Don't eat that. Don't drink that. Because if you do, this is going to happen. But oftentimes as adults, when we're given that full freedom away from our parents and away from under the umbrella of the house and the house rules, we go out and we test fate. We play with fire. We see how close can I get before I get burned. I did it. I was so tired of all the rules as I was living under my father's house that I went out after I graduated from high school and started college and I thought well you know what I'm old enough now I can make my own decisions if I want to stay up late if I want to eat this if I want to drink that if I want to hang out with this person I can do what I want and you try to fix it within the the guidelines or the boundaries that you create for yourself thinking well this should be okay this should be safe enough this should be all right. And we play with fire. And oftentimes we may not get burned the first time or the second time, but by the third time, we're walking away with second, third, fourth degree burns. And there's damage that cannot be undone. And it leaves some of us with scars, scars that we, we bury, down deep and and God is setting us up in a way by saying listen I know what's best for you I created you I love you I don't want you to mess with any of these things because I know what the outcome is I know where the temptation can take you I know what sin does I know it so much that I sent my only son into this world so that you could be free from these things, but you need to make good choices. Don't play with fire. It was really amazing to be out in my yard with the hose, kind of seeing all of this come to pass. And it makes perfect sense, and I couldn't have arranged it better myself, it was all God, to show us coming off of a week of free will into a week of playing with fire and what that looks like in our lives. And I want to encourage you today to don't do it. I want to encourage you today that as I stood there at that one moment and I could feel the heat from the flames and even though I was dumping water on this fire, it was still blazing that that can be our lives. That can be from the choices that we make when we think, ah, it'll be all right, just a little bit. If I just do a little bit of this, if I just bring a little bit of this into my marriage, if I just have a couple drinks, if I just do this, it'll be okay. And I'm here to tell you today that that's playing with fire. And in the end, we will all get burned. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I know how much you love us. 
I know how much that you want to guide us and give us wisdom and equip us for this road in life. And today, it seems like no matter where we turn, there are temptations. There are people calling to us, things calling to us, things beckoning us to try them, to taste them, that we'll have pleasure, we'll have freedom, we'll have our own truth. And Lord, they are all devices from the devil trying to tempt us away from you and, and into the world. And so I just pray today for each one of us that you will give us wisdom, that this message will be a reminder that when we play with fire, we will get burned. And even when we try and, and put up boundaries and, and things, safeguards, and have them be a controlled burn, that we do not have control that that is an illusion. And the best course of action is to keep our lives aligned with your word, trusting and believing that you have great plans for us, that you know us best because you created us. So Lord, I'm, I speak to each person today who's watching, each person that's listening, and I ask that they will lean into you for wisdom and strength and the resources they need to help them Stay away from fire. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. And we seal all of this up by the blood of Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today and for being a part of our Tuesday teaching. We love you and we're thankful for you. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.